Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Inside the Studio, presented by iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Joe Levy. Okay, so on the home edition of the show, our quarantine correspondent, Jordan Runtog, has talked with musicians who found new ways to make music and play shows during these pandemic times. I mean, my living room has a pretty broad booking policy since lockdown started from the comfort of my couch. I've watched a lot of shows, indie rock, folk rock, DJ battles, punk rock country. If you stream it, me and the cats will watch it, or, or at least I'll watch it. The cats are a little more finicky than I am. But this week's guest, Melissa Etheridge, has taken things up a notch. After she broadcast more than 50 shows on Facebook, she basically launched her own network out of her garage. Some people make their garage into a, a home recording studio. She turned it into a home TV studio. And on Etheridge TV, which is subscription-driven, she does cover songs one night, a talk show the next. She throws in a mix of home videos and classic old clips sometimes. There are live concerts. Jordan talked with her about how she built all of this, like built it, literally, by hand, no road crew. And also how she's been coping with things personally and professionally during these really challenging times. And that's why we started the home edition of Inside the Studio, to, to let you know how artists were, were coping with things right now, how it's impacting their lives and the, the way they make music. And, and there really hasn't been a more personally moving episode than this one so far. So if you enjoy it, be sure to listen to the iHeartRadio podcast that Jordan hosts, which is called Rivals, Music's Greatest Feuds, and which is available wherever you get your podcasts.
Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guest today is a bonafide music icon who's gone to the top of the charts with hits like Come to My Window and I Want to Come Over. The grit and power of her vocals and the raw passion of her live performances saw her mentioned in the same breath as Janis Joplin, but rock stardom is just part of her story. In 1993, she proudly answered questions about her sexuality with the title of her breakthrough album, Yes, I Am. Since coming out, she's been a trailblazer for the LGBTQ community and a tireless social activist. She's also one of rock's greatest survivors, overcoming cancer, divorce, and most recently in May 2020, the loss of her son Beckett to opioid addiction. Now she's using the personal tragedy to help others and make a difference. I'm so thrilled to welcome Melissa Etheridge. That's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, it means the world to me. I So many things I want to talk to you about. I'm a huge fan. But the purpose of this show is to check in with artists and see how they've been coping with lockdown, which is obviously something that's impacted all of us. But you've been coping with so much more. If you're comfortable sharing, how have you been doing? I, thank you very much. Um, I'm, I'm doing okay. I got to tell you, uh, you know, when, you know, the, the, the pandemic and everything hit and realizing that there was going to be no, you know, personal performance appearances, there's no audiences this year, you know, that, that was, you know, that was a certain low and a certain depression. And then to lose a family member is like, oh my God, I'm, I'm even deeper in this hole. And, and it, um, it does challenge one's, uh, you know, one's, own, you know, personal belief in in life and in in getting through things and all the things I've ever you know been talking about in my life. So I I am doing well. We have we've been healing, uh, you know, this um, this epidemic of uh, opioid addiction. You know, it, it, I'm not the only. I'm by far not the only one. Unfortunately. So uh, it's it's something I of course now I'm very passionate about and and uh, but thank you I'm I'm we're doing we're doing fine we're we're healing every day. So glad to hear that. I last year I had the the honor of speaking to David Crosby and he said something that I'll never forget. He said music is a healing force. It makes us better. I, what is it about music for you that that is such a healing force? What does it give to you? Oh, I I realized a long time ago the healing that I get from, from singing and performing music is this intense, um, you know, taking the energy of music, this, this uh, creation hmm, of vibration that, that then affects us emotionally. And as much as it affects somebody else, oh boy, 10 times it affects me when I'm singing, when I'm performing, when I'm, uh, it's a way of release. It's a, it's a, cleaning out a, a, a blowing out of of any you know stagnant emotions that that could you know grow into you know something physical so it it uh i oh uh, it's absolutely saved me more than once <laughs> i've read that you've read a lot about quantum physics and it's such a great logical explanation of of, of putting good vibrations out there you know i mean it, it it's it's so funny. Yeah, we've heard the term good vibrations, but if you really dig down into the science, there are indeed good vibrations. You know, <laughs> we are a vibrational universe. That, that's how we're made. Strings vibrate. Things vibrate into matter. You know, we're all vibrating. When you really start thinking about that, then you understand the, the importance of 
a good feeling, which is a good vibration. You you feel different when you think a good thought to to you know music and and the vibrations that music uh, cause. And and you know there's study after study of of how these vibrations affect us physically. I uh, I, I watched your. Um... Heal Me concert, a beautiful performance. How did you know it was time to get back out there and keep making music? Because I had a desire. I always feel better after a performance, period. No matter what, I always feel better. So it's that release. And um, my wife and I, when, uh, you know, when we lost our son, uh, we stopped it. We were doing... Uh, these free concerts every day here in this office right here. And, and um, we were, you know, enjoying that. And then when that tragedy happened, we stopped and we just sort of said, okay, we let the wave go over us and go, okay, now, now what does this mean? Where are we? What are we doing? And we put together, uh, the, we changed our garage into a, into a real, like, because we, we'd sit here in, in the office and go, God, I wish I had more cameras. Oh, I wish I had, because we're both in, I mean, she's in television and I'm in, you know, music. We're both in entertainment and we, we just kept, like, dreaming up, oh, what if we could do this? What if we could do that? And then all of a sudden we had time in front of us and we said, let's do it. And every day we went out there, every single day, and it just healed us because we were building something. We were growing. We were moving forward. And, and that really, 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 really helped us. And so there came a time when it was, everything was up. We were, you know, ready to take it on air. And I, and I told my people, I said, okay, this is the time I, I want to, I want to bring this back into my life. I miss performing. It, it's just healing. I mean, it, it just, the studio looks incredible. It looks like you created like the Fillmore in your garage or something. It looks gorgeous. I mean, you know, some people make banana bread during the pandemic. Some people are playing puzzles. You made your own TV station. How did this idea come about? Like, what was the genesis of that? Oh, well, wow. You got to go back about 20 years, actually. My wife and I met because we wanted to do it. She, she, I was auditioning for a, she was doing a, she had done the 70s show and she was going to do the 80s show and we met. I auditioned for that, but it didn't um, happen. But for 20 years, we've been pitching the idea of a television show. And it was it, it, it was back when um, reality shows were brand new. And the idea of following a celebrity around was brand new. And we were sort of pitching it, and everyone was like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, the Osbournes were on, and then that took off. And <laughs> so then we started pitching an idea of a scripted reality, sort of this, uh, you know, our life, but you know, but scripted. And then, you know, of course, then all the, the office and all those came out. We're okay. At least we're at the cutting edge here and we know what we're thinking is not crazy. And so we, the last few years, we started thinking there's a way of taking everything that we have. There's a way of, of taking our, the music and the experiences and the people and, and all the, the, the things we want to say and reach and all the things we're passionate about and making entertainment out of it, making a television. And so, uh, we we said, look, I, I, I really, I, I want, I want to, I don't want to be beholden to someone else's platform. You know, I don't want to, because we were doing it on Facebook, but that there's a, there's a limitation to that. And I said, there's got to be a way that we can be in control of everything and just have a platform that can then reach people. And we found Maestro, which it's perfect. They're like, whatever you want to do, this is the platform. Here's what you can do. And, and we just ran with it. And it's so funny because what we're doing out there, 
uh, we keep running into difficulties because no one's doing what we're doing. We're, we're, we're doing a multi-camera, live multi-camera shoot, streaming. And so we've got this, we've plastered together, uh, at this point, six different cameras that are all different, wow. of all different um, varieties, because, you know, our budget, we don't, we have no budget. So, you know, so we, we got a few here. Logitech was... Uh, they sent us some of theirs, but but theirs go straight into the camera, and we're using a, I mean, straight into the computer, we're using a switcher, so we have two separate platforms that we're filming from going into one platform going into the maestro. So so every now and then we have, like, problems. We're like, what's this? And everyone's like, I don't know. We've never done this before. Maybe you should do this. And and so it, it's fun because I get to do what I love. I've got my uh, audio end set up. I've got a, a Yamaha Q... Uh, 1,000 or whatever the numbers are after that, and, you know, which is like a live mixing recording uh, board, and I've got that set up, and my sound man, um, you know, over the phone was helping me learn exactly how to run that. Yeah, and so I've got, and I had uh, in my warehouse, I had a bunch of audio equipment just over the years that I've collected, so I went in and I got all that out, and I, you know, so I've got all the old microphones and cords and XLR cables. And I, so I wired up the thing myself, my wife, you know, setting up the cameras and we're, we're just, we're just like, well, what if we could do this? Well, let's find out how to do it. And we just, we just keep going down this road. And it's, it's actually, it can be very frustrating, but it's also very satisfying when we, when we figure it out. Very satisfying. Uh, what's the expression, chef cook and bottle wash or something like that? That That is you. You are doing everything, sound, lights, building the set physically. That's incredible. I mean, we learned things about lights. When it got to the lighting point, we just looked at each other and went, wow, I really appreciate the crews that we have had. You know, the the my lighting director, her her whole, you know, camera crew that she used to have. We were like, we have a real appreciation for these artisans. And, and we started going, oh, we had no idea. It's like, do we use... Five watts or 200 watts? You know, I have no idea. And we had to, we just kept, we went to the Home Depot and, and just just got every kind of light bulb there was just to see what looks good on camera. We really studied how to light it. it that, that was probably the most intense. I mean, the camera part's pretty intense, but the, you know, the lighting is a big deal. <laughs> that is amazing. And there, there's so much to the programs you do. I mean, there's there's the chat shows, there's obviously the concerts, there's watching some of the, the, the throwback videos that you have, which are so cool. Have there been any treasures that you found in those videos? I tell you, I could stay up all night watching those old videos just because I, it, you know, you, you live your life and you do things and you're moving on and year by year goes by and pretty soon you look back and go, oh my God, it was 30 years ago I did this. And I look, I can look back now and think, oh, I used to think, you know, anything from, you know, I'm too fat to, you know, which is a, just a, just a devastating thought that so many of us have to, you know, oh, that song wasn't very good to, you know, oh, I, I just really want to get out of this. I want to, you know, achieve my goals and, and being on the other side of it now and, and going back and we're, we're this week, last week and this week, we're playing a video from, uh, the last club date, the last bar, you know, I played in this uh, women's bar in Pasadena and also one in Long Beach, but I, I played there for over four years, you know, every week. And it was the last gig. And this guy came in and filmed it. It's a, you know, really poor lighting VHS, but, you know, it, it you get it and the sound and sometimes it, it, it goes off, but it's, it's, 
it, I, I just watch it and go, oh my God, if I, ha- I had no idea what, what I was back then. And, and it's, wow. it's, it really gets to my heart and, and it's fun sharing that with the fans. It's like, you know, it's really, really cool. They seem to enjoy it. What would you tell that person in that video now? I'd say, stop worrying, <laughs> chill. It's about the journey. It is not about getting somewhere that, because there's no there there. There's no place where all of a sudden everyone's gathered in a room and said, well, you made it. You know, that, that doesn't exist. <laughs> it absolutely doesn't exist because even when you do reach the point of, oh, I got that Grammy nomination, that's not what fills you up. What fills you up is the journey to it and through it and then beyond it and and dreaming more dreams and, oh, I want this and, oh, I, I hope I can do this and, and keeping those dreams in front of you and then enjoying every step of the way. That's what I would say. I'd say, just chill out. It's it's about the journey. You're, you're, you're going to be fine. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Some of my, my favorite parts of the show is watching you and, and your daughter Bailey sing together. It was I, I saw a version of Gently We Row recently. Uh, Do you make a lot of music together around the house? A fair amount. I wouldn't say a lot. Uh, she She's actually working from home here, and she she works, you know, in a bank in, from New York City, and she, she's able to go online and work here. And so, uh, you know, we don't do a lot, but... Um, over the years, it's funny, people ask me about my kids. They're like, you know, well, do they want to go into, you know, the music business? And I say none of them have the, like, that burning desire dream to, 
do that. They all have their own burning desires. And, and I think that they've grown up on the inside of it and they've seen how much work it is and, you know, and, and they don't have this sort of dream like I did of being, oh, famous and, you know, making music and that, that, that's, not, and my daughter said, people, people will, will tell her, oh, you, you play the guitar really well. She's like, no, I don't. If you knew my family, if you knew <laughs> my family, you would know that I'm the worst guitar player in my family. That's where she comes from. So, so to answer your question, yeah, we make some music, but it's not like all the time at all. Well, speaking of making music, your most recent album, The Medicine Show, came out uh, a little over a year ago. Uh, what are you working on now musically that you're, you're really proud of? Can you say? Oh, well, huh, yeah, I've got a project coming up that's really exciting. It, we, um, uh, you, you know, I come from Leavenworth, Kansas, which, you know, when I say Leavenworth, most people go, oh, prisons. Oh, the person, yeah. And that's the that's the truth is that there it, within my hometown there's it, within twenty mile radius there's five prisons, and I have all and and I when I was in the, the when I was twelve or thirteen I used to go with this uh, little variety show that we had in, in town and, and we would go perform in the prisons. So I've been in there and I I am also now very passionate about um, cannabis. Uh, you know, justice reform around cannabis and um, I have a cannabis line and and um, I'm working with the last prisoner project, which is working to get, you know, nonviolent offenders out. There's 40,000 prisoners locked away for cannabis while, you know, people are making millions of dollars selling cannabis. So it's just, it just doesn't make sense and it's just disheartening. So with all of that thrown together, um, I'm going to do a concert in uh, one of the prisons in Leavenworth. And um, it's just at the beginning stages right now, but I'm starting to write because I want to write a project about about justice, about these times. And so I'm I'm in the writing phase of it, and and it's it's hard to you know imagine the end, but I know it's it's you know it's going to be. I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the project. Oh, that's so cool! It almost sounds like what's the John Lennon song, John Sinclair, about the. Uh... The, the man they, they locked up for having two joints on him or something in 1970? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, John Sinclair. That's exactly it, yeah. Oh, wow, that's incredible. Oh, I can't can't wait to hear. Mm. Oh, I mean, now, I mean, do you sit down? I'm sorry if it was a boring question. Do you sit down every day, like some people approach exercise and say, I'm going to go right today? Or is it more when you feel inspired and, and, and have something in your head that you want to get down? Well, it sort of depends on... Uh, where I'm at in the process. Like right now, I'm in I'm in the conceptual process. I now it's about ideas and 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 grabbing inspiration as it goes along. Because inspiration is the most Im important part because it's about being in spirit. It's 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 becoming in the spirit of this project I want to do. And so uh, I'll I'll see something or hear something or feel something or think something that. I, oh right! I, I, this this is the feel that I'm looking for there, and I just start gathering these pieces together, either in my mind or in my notebooks or in my, you know, my iPhone or wherever I'm collecting the the information or the music or the rhythm or the thought. I, I collect them, and then probably in in a few weeks I will start giving myself okay from this time to this time, from you know ten to let's say one o'clock. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is time I'm going to come in here and I'm going to, you know, start forming, you know, I'm going to pick up a guitar and start forming 
songs and forming lyrics and forming you know, ideas, and, and then it's more like an everyday thing. But, um, but I'm not one to, if it's not coming, if I'm sitting in here for 30 minutes and it just feels like torture, I, music should never feel like torture. So I'm, I'm gonna go do something else. So I, it, it's, it's providing my inspiration a, a time and a place to uh, form, but if it's not happening, no. Do you tend to get your inspiration from looking outward or looking inward? Ooh, both. Uh, used to be looking outward. I, and then as I've gotten older and matured and, you know, experienced life, now it's, now it's about inward. Yeah. Mm. But they, they both sort of affect, one affects the other, and you, it's mostly about how, how one affects the other, how, you know, what I'm feeling inside can affect what's happening outside and how, you know, do I let what happens outside change me inside, you know, that's that sort of thing. I was sitting here and I was thinking of you, your music and your life, and the word that kept coming into my mind was survivor. You know, you've been through so much and people are really hurting right now. There's the virus, rampant social injustice, political divisions. There's a lot of fear out there. What would you say to people right now who really are scared? Oh, I would say if you could really pull back and look at where we are as a human race, if, if we could really take a moment to go general, go, go up and look and see that we are further along than we've ever been in our, in our existence. We are, we are closer, we are better than we've ever been. And it's, that's one of the reasons that you see these, these injustices, these things that, that you know, make us stop and go, wait a minute, we're not that. You know, when you see a, a policeman's knee, you know, kill someone, you're like, wait a minute, that's not, that's not who I am. That's not where I, what I, I want to be. That's not the world I want to be in. And because there's such a fierce response to that, that's what moves us forward. So just know that the way you feel right now is causing all of us to want better, and that's what moves us as a society. That's what I truly believe we're going to move because it has felt like we've been pulled back these last four years, that we are going to feel a momentum forward. And all you have to do is keep believing that we get better. We do. We recognize what we don't like. We recognize what we don't want. And we most of all recognize that we are all diverse, that we are never all going to agree. We cannot, and we don't want to. That's not what this, this life is about variety and about difference. And if we relax in the diversity, relax in the knowing that, okay, everyone's different. We look different. We love different. We want differently. And to allow the freedom in that, that's the, that's the challenge for our leaders. So, so we can, we are still moving forward. No matter how you feel, no matter what the news is telling you, we are moving forward through this. We are getting better. That's a beautiful way to look at it. It makes me think of the story you told about the head of your first record label, who I won't name, uh, who said, yeah, it's fine to be gay. Just don't wave a flag, which is crazy. And now you're at pride parades. Yeah. Nobody, nobody had come out. They didn't know. They, they, they didn't know what happened. They, before then, it was, you know, people lost their jobs, you know, lost everything. So 
you know, so so it was that just that fear, and and all you got to do is just stand up at, to the fear and go, eh, you know what, I I'm not afraid of that. If people aren't going to listen to me because I'm gay, well, that's that's their loss, you know. And and if you can move through it like that, then that changes. I, I I've discovered that every time I did that, every time I, you know, said, well, this is my truth, and and I'm going to speak it. I'm going to just tell you where I'm at. That it unburdened me and it put the choice on the other person. And then, okay, if you, if that bugs you, okay, go ahead, go away. And, you know, and, and that way other, it just opens up everything. Speak truth is a hell of a motto. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The year you came out publicly was the year you released Yes, I Am. That must have been such a validating moment to have that be the breakthrough, that title. <laughs> you know, it was funny. The um, This was just right. It was definitely before social media, but it was just as the Internet was coming out. So everything took a whole lot longer back then. You know, this was 26 years ago, 27 years ago. And, um, and so this process of coming out, whereas... Today, it would be, oh, she came out, boom, everyone would know in a day. It took like over a year for it to really start to take hold. And then this album, who, which I had, I, I, I felt, yes, I, when I wrote Yes, I Am, the song, it had nothing to do with being, well, 
all my songs have to do with being gay, but anyway, but you know, I wasn't speaking about it in the song. And, um, you know, it's a love song. It's a, it's a sort of passionate, uh, possessive love song. And, um, yet then realizing, oh, that's such a positive statement. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And then, and then realizing, oh, I came out. Oh, that's going to mean a whole lot of things if I say, yes, I am. So, uh, I, uh, I, you know, I cheekily put it out, but also, you know, it, it, it served its purpose. It was, it, it was a fine album. I'm very happy with that album. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. You know, I never thought of that. Yes, I am. It's such a positive statement. You know, it reminds me of like a John and Yoko kind of thing. Just declaration of whatever it is you are, yes, You can okay. continue comparing me to John Lennon all day long. <laughs> and haven't even gotten a chance to thank it. you 15 years later for your incredible Janis Joplin tribute performance, too. So while we're at it. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. What has making music taught you about yourself? Well, it's given me the opportunity to, to be creative, to uh, express my emotions in a way that I wouldn't allow myself to do personally. You know, I came from Kansas, of a very uh, you know, repressed Midwestern sort of upbringing. We didn't, you know, you don't cause any trouble. You don't get angry. You just, you know, be a good girl and, you know, do your job and work hard and go home. And being able to express my emotions, especially the dark, you know, passionate ones, it, it taught me that, you know, I'm more than what I was raised with, you know, <laughs> what I was, I'm more than what I was raised to be. Wow, that's a beautiful thing to learn about oneself. My, uh, my last question, this is the question I always like to end on on this show, what's the first thing you want to do when this pandemic is over? You know, if you could snap your fingers and have everything be back to normal, the trips you want to take, people you want to hug, I just, well, I want to hug everyone. I, I'm, I've always been a hugger, and this is, I don't think it's healthy for us. We are, we as human beings are made to interact with other people. The healthiest human beings are the ones that have relationships. And so this, this isolation is, I mean, I, I believe it, it was part of what con contributed to my son's death, you know, this, this sort of isolation, this idea that you're alone and, and, um, Oh, so yes, I wanna I wanna hug everyone I love. I wanna hug strangers. I wanna, and I cannot wait to step on stage to an audience. I just it, there's it, there's nothing like it. It's it's something that that only a few people know, and it is just that community that you know that ritual of singing and dancing and moving all together i just i really want to get back to that as a fan i want to say i can't wait to see you back there amen come on let's do it we hope you enjoyed this episode of inside the studio home edition a production of iheart radio for more episodes of inside the studio and other shows from iheart radio check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. 
As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.